0: Hello. Hey, welcome back. This is podcast number 14. Today we got an exciting topic for you, or at least I hope it's exciting. It will be exciting for a subset of the community. The question today is, how much did your rig cost? And the truth about overland upgrades and what they cost, what's required versus what is not required. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to use my own vehicle as the example, and I'll step you through the upgrades that I've made since 2010, uh, what they cost exactly and whether I feel they're required or not required. And at the end of this, I want to give two prices. I want to give the required price and the uh, deluxe price uh, as it were that says, Hey, these are all of the upgrades that I have and how much that cost. Now, Before we can do that, we put on our critical thinking caps and we think, uh, hey, uh, it's impossible to answer that question, right? Because the kinds of rigs varies greatly uh, depending on what it is and what you plan to do. So we are going to use my rig as an example for the type of overlanding that I do. If you want a little bit better idea about that, um, you can look at uh, any one of our YouTube videos where you can see my rig there or our Instagram channel, which is also Overland Bound. You can see occasional pictures of the uh, zj 80 and the kinds of overlanding that we tend to do, uh, though there's many different kinds of overlanding within the Overland Bound community. Now let's talk about defining overlanding really quick. That's a whole subject all by itself, so I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it, but... Um, Overlanding, you get to define what overlanding is for you. Uh, let's face it, the, the, the overlanding that we do is a lifestyle and a choice as opposed to a vital necessity. To get to, to essential, you know, vital overlanding, you would need to go back to the 1800s where people were traveling overland to either deliver critical communication or... You know, they might be migrating to improve their chance of survival or their quality of life. But most of the overlanding that we do today is for recreation. It's all about finding that connection with nature, having a little bit of time to step back and see the the greater picture so that you have a more balanced, healthy, happy life. You're able to pull away for a few moments and um, uh, look at the bigger picture. but again, that's a that's a very broad topic. Real quick, though, you can think of somebody who may do a weekend getaway uh, that you know pretty much stays on the concrete, versus somebody who decides that their flavor of overlanding is traveling for months and months, or perhaps years, traveling across international border- borders. Both are overlanding, uh, but they're they're very different, and what you require from the vehicle is very different. So. My style of overlanding, you know, we, we do some relatively long trips. We've, we've driven all the way down to the, the tip of uh, Cabo San Lucas and back from the San Francisco Bay Area. We've driven all over the Southwestern uh, United States and West, Western United States. And uh, here in California on the West Coast, there's lots of rocks in the Sierras. So we tend to go over what we call gatekeepers and, um, go over some pretty significant obstacles, so my vehicle reflects that. But that being said, I still have what I, what I consider required gear and not required gear. So let's go through what I have and, um, and I'll give you the price and tell you whether I think it's required or not required. Um, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, this is a bit of a preview for the video that's going to come out on Sunday, where we're going to talk about the same subject, but there will be moving pictures along with it. (laughs) All right, so let's go through the upgrade list. Let's start with my my vehicle. My vehicle is a um, Toyota FZJ80 1996 Land Cruiser that is fully locked. It's got the e-lockers. It's a solid axle four-wheel drive vehicle, and it has taken us everywhere we need to go. I paid $12,000 for that rig and I'm gonna use $12,000 as a baseline. You can spend a lot less and you can spend a lot more, but the reason I'm choosing $12,000 as a baseline for the vehicle is because I think you can get a four-wheel drive vehicle for around $12,000 that is fairly reliable, that isn't just gonna be you know falling apart. But we'll talk about my repair costs uh, later on in the podcast. Okay, so we've got our rig. Tires, $1,300. Ouch, that hurts. I run the BFG KM6 mud terrain tires. I am equipped for the most drastic terrain I feel like I uh, uh, will face, have faced. And so those tires are relatively expensive. They're also 315 75 R16s, which are fairly large. So the tires are uh, $1,300. Do they go in the required or not required? Bucket. They are required. You can get a cheaper tire, but even if you don't need the mud terrains, I might suggest to you that you get the all terrains, uh, the KO2 tires, um, and they are not much less expensive. So $1,300 for tires. Sliders. Do you need sliders? Well, on a lot of folks' lists, that might be a no. On my list, it's a yes, because um, I do climb over rocks, and if I didn't have those sliders, I would be doing thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damage. So for me, sliders are essential, and this is from the type of overlanding that I do, so I'm putting sliders on the list, and you can get some sliders for around thousand Four Four by four, is four by four required for my type of overlanding? Yes, it is, but I'm rolling that into the cost of the rig, so no additional cost there. Lockers, do you need differential lockers? Well, no, they're super nice to have. (laughs) They call it the easy button for a reason. Um, If you're off grid and you're in a real stuck situation, you click the lockers, the e-lockers on the 80, and they do um, wonders. If you don't have lockers that came with the vehicle, that's probably going to set you back north of $2,000, but we're going to use $2,000 as a baseline because... We're going to figure you're going to be creative and do some wheeling and dealing. So if you want lockers, um, that's $2,000, and that goes in the not required list. Now, this may come as a surprise. The next item, snorkel. Do you need it? Nope. You don't need a snorkel. It's 500 bucks. Lim risers. Nope. You don't need limb risers either. They do a good job. They keep the branches off your window. Um, they protect the front of the vehicle. You don't need limb risers. They're 80 That is, if you make them yourself and you uh, buy the materials separate. Front armor bumper. Do you need it? This might surprise you. No, you don't. You don't need a front armor bumper to go overlanding. I don't even need a front armor bumper for the type of overlanding that I do. I do have one. I'm glad I do. Uh, That is $1,300. It goes in the not required bucket. Front floodlights. Nope. (laughs) You don't need them. Again, glad I have them for those times when I come in at night after dark. But hey, we're talking about essential overlanding gear and do you need it in order to go overlanding? You don't need floodlights. That's $530. Uh, Front spots. Now my spots are the deluxe kind. (laughs) You can do something for a lot less expensive. But the ones I have up there are the KC Gravity Pro 6 um, floods. It's a it's a seven light bar um, and it is $1,500. You don't need it. Now, for those of you guys wondering, I will have a link to my list and all the prices for the Overland Bound Rig over on our website. It will be in an article um, and you guys can see the list if you would like to see it over there so you don't have to remember everything if you are interested enough to, to take a look at it. Um, Okay, do you need a winch? I think you guys see the pattern. I've got a number of things that are required. A winch is not one of them. You can do a lot with a shovel and a bottle jack and rocks and branches and other things. You do not need a winch. That is $600 for mine. Now you might be thinking, why? because I just have the M8000 on my rig. I didn't go higher than that. The price goes up significantly uh, when you get above an 8,000 pound witch. It's just an 8,000 pound witch. It's been good. If I were ever really stuck in the, in the mud, it would not do the job. Um, so it is a bit underrated, but because it's the M8000, um, it, it, it only cost uh, $600 for me. A bottle opener. On the, on the outside of your rig, do you need a bottle opener on the outside of your rig? I have one mounted. Do you need one? Absolutely. That is $13. <laughs> and an ax and a shovel mount. You don't need it, it's 80 bucks. Armor rear bumper. I ah, kind of got the deluxe Cadillac of dual swing out, Hanna quality rear armor plated bumper. It's got armor underneath and around the sides. And it is, you know, it's just a little bit of money. It's $1,800 for that dual swing out rear bumper, which is not inexpensive. You do not need it. I also have an Adventure Is Necessary sticker on my bumper. I I actually have two of them. Uh, Those are $3 a piece. Do you need an Adventure as Necessary sticker or do you need two Adventure as Necessary stickers on your rear bumper for $6? Absolutely, yes you do. Truck ruck, that means a carrier for garbage on the back of your truck. Leave it better than you found it. That's one of our core principles we're always picking up when we go out. Do you need a truck ruck? No, you don't. That is $130. We are getting towards the tail end of the list, and then I'm gonna go through and I'll break down the totals, required, not required, and also my cost over the years, and we'll have a grand total so you guys get an idea for how much I've spent on the rig. High lift jack, it's 80 bucks. It is very versatile. It can uh, act as a winch or come along. It can also act as a jack and a um, uh, vice and many other things. Uh, the, The high lift, Jack is very versatile, you don't need it, it's $80. 270 degree awning, no, $425 for that. An overland bound membership. Do you need an overland bound membership to go overlanding? Absolutely, don't mess with it, it's a safety issue. It's only $25, you cannot go overlanding without an overland bound membership, so take care of that, it's not much. A rack for the top of your truck, do you need a rack? Um. No, you don't, in fact, You might put less up there than you think. You usually put things up there that you don't need to get to all the time. If you're gonna be heavily loaded down for a long trip, then a rack is very nice to have, but you don't need a rack. I have the Gobi Ranger rack, which I like a great deal. That rack cost me $1,500. Do you need a lift? Now, this might come as a surprise. Yes, I do. And the reason I do is because again, I really like going to the Sierras and the tracks and trails that I go on, going over gatekeepers. I need the lift in order to fit the 35 inch tires. They're actually 34 and three quarter inch BF Goodrich Mun So I need to be lifted. And it also gives me the ground clearance required to go over the obstacles that I go on. So the lift actually goes in the required category. Um, satcoms. Do you need those fancy satcom devices so that you can communicate when you're off the grid? Yes, <laughs> you do. Um, here's why I'm saying yes. Look, if you're going to go off grid, uh, for any duration of time, we say adventure is necessary. And when you're adventuring, things happen. And I, you know, I, I've talked to folks that haven't, Been into overlanding and then they get into overlanding and they're surprised. (laughs) You know, because life without that kind of adventure, things don't happen as often. But you break axles, you break trucks, you break things, and you can become incapacitated, um, either you personally through injury or your vehicle. So you do need a way to communicate back to civilization if you are going to spend time off the grid. That is. $450, but it's a required piece of equipment. Get one if you're gonna be off the grid. Tailgate storage, man, so nice. You can put your recovery gear in there so that when you get stuck, you just drop the tailgate, pop the door, it's right there. You can also put a trauma kit in there because it's always accessible right away. Tailgate storage is so nice and you don't need it. It's $699. Uh, got something caught in my throat. That was uh, it was expensive and a refrigerator. Do you need a refrigerator to go overlanding now? This kind of crosses the line. We're talking about rig gear, right? Uh, and this kind of is in a gray area. Uh, refrigerator. It's a thousand dollars to get a good one that comes with the battery shut off so that it doesn't drain your battery, and um, you know it's a nice a nice unit. Uh, I have a Dometic. It, like I said, $1,000, it goes in the not required category. Okay, Um, that pretty much rounds out my list. There might be some doodads that I left out, but that is pretty much it for my list of upgrades that I have made since 2010. I did not do it all at once, I did it over time. So some of these numbers might be fairly large, but I didn't pay it all at once. so I didn't feel the hurt in one big lump sum. I saved my money. I got the equipment that I needed over time. So let's talk about some totals. So the required total, which is a rig, tires, sliders, bottle opener, adventure necessary sticker, overland bound membership, lift, satellite communications, that total, including the $12,000 rig is So around $16,000 for all of the required equipment that includes a reliable four wheel drive vehicle. Now my vehicle is my daily driver. So it's not an additional expense on top of my daily driver. I use it to go everywhere I go. So there's no additional cost there. So many people are spending much more than $15,000 just on their daily driver. Um, so, not too bad. If we add all the deluxe things on top of it, the racks, the lights, the snorkels, the axe and shovel mounts, the 270-degree awnings and high lift, and you know the tailgate storage, the fridge, and all that stuff, all that, let's call it the deluxe package that has both the required and non-required stuff, that total deluxe package is... for all of that. So for less than $30,000, I have the rig that you see, um, on the Instagrams and the, and the, and the YouTubes. Um, uh, and, and it, it, it takes me everywhere that I desire to go. It's a quite capable overland rig, less than $30,000. Now let's talk about repairs. Let's be real about this. I bought a 96 Land Cruiser in 2010, and I knew that I would need to be doing some repairs. Well, it was actually very reliable up until my engine blew up. <laughs> so it did well and then failed catastrophically. So let's talk about repair costs. Now this is repair cost since 2010. It's about $20,000 in repair cost. That's everything that we've done. That's from oil changes to, to brakes, but also includes the cost of a brand new engine. So I put, um, when the engine blew up, it had 240,000 miles on it. And then I decided I was going to replace it. My good friend, um, uh, Jesse, fj 80 Cruiser Life on Instagram, he knew where I could get a brand new uh, short block for the Land Cruiser. So I I put a brand new engine in it. And so with repairs and the new engine since since 2010, that's $20,000. So now what is our grand total when we throw in repairs and the deluxe package? Now we're up to $47,900. If you wanna round up, we're talking about right around $50,000 since 2019. Now, what does that cost a year? So, twenty nineteen. That's that's uh, nine years ago. So it is. It cost us about five thousand three hundred dollars a year to have our overland rig with all of the accessories and the things on it that we want. Now, when I say you know, it's cost us five thousand three hundred and thirty dollars. Uh, the rig is paid for, right? So we're not we're not making monthly payments on the rig, which is an important financial consideration because you guys know, you finance something and the cost of that goes goes up. So so that's what it is. The let's go through it real quick, really quick. Required, that's $15,700. Not required, add $12,200. Repairs add $20,000. Grand total Forty-seven thousand nine hundred dollars since 2010, and that's what it's cost. All right, there it is. I hope I hope this has been useful. You guys can see the kind of overlanding that I do, and then you can gauge for yourself whether it fits what you want to do, and then you can consider the costs and say, well, will mine be more, or will will mine be will mine be less, depending on the kind of rig you want to build for the type of overlanding you do. It really is up to you. Um, Vehicle dependent travel is really the only thing we adhere to in terms of, of defining overlanding. Once you go beyond that and you say, no, but you gotta be you know gone for more than two weeks, or oh no, but you gotta cross international borders. Well, that's somebody else's version of overlanding, not necessarily yours. So define your style of overlanding, then outfit the rig that, that will help you to do that. And hopefully in the near future, I'll see you on the trail. Thank you guys for hanging out again. I hope it was useful. Um, Head on over to our website. I'll have this article over there on overlandbound.com and until next time, outfit and explore.